Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hi. How are you doing? Know we were so silent. I didn't know if there was like some hey. kind of sound we were supposed to be able to hear but couldn't hear. About no. Like an intro. Oh, yeah. No. Okay. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the Full Magazine with your host, the Full Cox. <laughs> the Full Magazine, not the, the whole, whole magazine. Mag- oh, the whole magazine. The whole magazine. Oh, yeah. No. Um, I am retired. Thank you, so Walker. I'm... Walker's back. Uh, yeah. You know, he went on some lovely uh, vacation. Very well deserving. Um, mm. I don't know if he wants to share news or not on the podcast. Yeah. Like, yeah. I am officially off the market. He is off the market, folks. Uh, sorry. Fuck. What was your please, uh, please withhold what was the market, your application? What was your market cap? A lot more than yours. <laughs> Fuck you for Are you asking for my body count? Oh, that's interesting. I wasn't even I didn't even want to like go that far with the the joke, but that's pretty good. Congrats. Yeah, congrats. Drink to you, buddy. Yeah. Cheers. Okay. Cheers. Uh cilantro. It's good. It's good. Cilantro. It's lovely cilantro. Cilantro. Isn't that a meat? Um yeah. Um we kill have yourself. A, we have a podcast <laughs> today. Uh you know, it's New <laughs> Year's. Uh also, by the way. Uh, belated actually uh, New Year's Eve god what yeah, a year it's, it's, uh, it's New Year's Eve is when we're recording this um, and uh, you know we didn't say th- Merry Christmas on the last podcast Oof. Uh, which is you know uh, a poo poo on us but um, have no fear you'll get um, them next year we'll get you next time um, <laughs> but I will say that we have of course of course I almost forgot all the fucking intros uh, you know him you love him he's been here for a while yeah it's me uh, Taze hey mm-hmm. hi. how you doing buddy I'm doing good yeah Next, next, next person. You're doing good. Yeah, you're just a bitch. Okay. I'm wearing. I'm in. A, I'm in a big chair. In this you room. heard him. He's back. He uh, brought us into the podcast episode. Hello, Walker. Wrongly. Hi. Hi. And we have Cornette. Hello. Yeah, he's Corn back. Hub. Uh, through popular demand, actually, sort of like the comedic relief, the gesture, you know. Popular demand. <laughs> I mean, he's from, so dumb. Village just idiot. From, like, Doubtful. The two people at work who listened to it asked for him back. Yeah, the two people. <laughs> uh, they were like, "We have to have well, him on." Uh, Where do you even seek comments? On no, this yeah, page? it's great. I have my ways. Okay. Uh, remember the signal <laughs> demons? <laughs> the signal demons. The rain fade demons. The rain fade demons. Yeah. Uh, it's all. It's all real. Uh, but we, of <laughs> course, uh, last episode. I do apologize. Um, we have a new setup, so unfortunately, lost the alcohol review in the first part of our last episode. But we are good now. We don't have Sacrilege. to. We don't have to. I know. We don't have to be interrupted by a two-year-old um, doing random things. So. Let's dive into our alcohol review. So good. So good. So sexy. It's amazing how that's like the one of the um, first things we really recorded. Yeah, that was like one that's, of our projects some, that we some, actually did. That's and then like you were like, stuff. I'm never doing a project ever again. Should I do my job? Sure. Yeah. All right. So today we have a fucking wine that he randomly picked out of the refrigerator. It's a <laughs> dark horse Cabernet Sauvignon. From California, which apparently do uh, we have any like? I think recently California there was like a whole thing with wines and like uh, some judges were like that's the French wine, and it was actually Californian wine. So basically, Californian yeah. wine's better than French wine now. They uh, according to the French. Uh, truth be told, like all of those things is a bunch of horseshit. Mostly they've yeah. done they've done some Allier tests mm-hmm. all over the world, and none of them can ever be let right. Me, let me keep reading the bottle. Yeah, please. 
All right, so on the back of the bottle, it says Dark Horse, noun, the unexpected winner. For us, winning means bringing you exceptionally crafted and well-balanced wine that over-delivers on your expectations. We do this by working side-by-side with 400 of California's finest grape growers to earn the first pick of their harvest. And we taste our wine over 100 times before you pour your first glass. The result? A bold Cabernet Sauvignon with notes of plum, a hint of oak, and a smooth finish. Cheers. Um, Signature of some dude. Do we have any like more geological information on that, like a specific area, like Napa Valley, shit like that? Uh, if they're pulling grapes from four hundred different locations, it's going to be a different. It's going to be a huge specific, blend of Cabernet. Okay, yeah, wherever this specific type of grape best grows, they're probably pulling from all of the places inside California That's, where they grow. It's good not grapes. a bad thing because the last the wine we had last time on the podcast that we missed, um, the delicious uh, yeah, Zach Altimer or something like that, was quite good, and that was I a California like the, blend. Yeah. Um, did we finish that off? Yeah, on Christmas. Yeah, it was yeah, we, so good. We nice. killed it, dog. Like, yeah, it was delicious. It was a beautiful, beautiful wine. But this is very dark indeed. Definitely, um, definitely looks like a a, a cab. It could look. It looks like a, either a cab or a like fucking a um, or a port wine too. Of how dark it is, because that sounded very pretentious. What? It looks like a cab. No, oh, it looks it <laughs> looks like an SKS, but you know it's about the right color. It looks like an SKS spelled with like a U R. It looks like an AK. Is this too much or no? It's fine. So that would be like thank you. Instead of saying wow, interesting. Instead of saying SKS, you're like that looks like an S. That looks like, like an S. An S. That looks like an S. Yeah, I can tell. Yeah, uh, sweet, fruity, plum. Smells good. Smells really good. Mm. I like how your immediate rebuttal to anything is, tart, oh yeah? Well, you're a plum, gun guy, so. Tart, plummy. Mm. Um, Interesting. Yeah. Like a Fig Newton. I definitely like the other one. Uh, no, the other one is better. But Cabernets do have their place. Cabernets are not are not bad. They're, mm-hmm. they're quite good. Unfortunately, you know, this is going to be a cheaper wine because, you know, it's a blend like a from 40 to 400 different fucking growers. So you're not going to have like those isolated characteristics that they say that you get uh, in in certain areas and regions right. of wine. It's kind of dry, but it's kind of <laughs> it's it's still really good. Chili stuff. You're done. Dry. You're done. Yeah, on the dry, unironically on the dryness scale though, uh, it's not terribly dry. It has some sort of residual sweetness, ever so slightly, but it's more like the sweetness you get from like fruit. So it's not like sweetness like sugar. It's like sweet like fruit, which is pretty nice. It's really grapey. It's really grapey. And it's really grapey. Purple. And purple. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Not a lot of red notes. There's a lot of purple notes in here. It's a lot mm. of it's a lot of purple. Mm. It's like a dark red. I like how everyone's using this uh you know, the side table thing like a reasonable person and you're like <laughs> I am not that. What do you mean? The table's on my side. He is using it as a side table. Everyone oh, else is using it as a TV good, tray. Good for you. I'm proud of you. Moving for- up. For the people listening, uh, Hayes is being a bitch, as usual. You know, He means smart. No. And no. comfy. All right, shut up for the outro. Nice. Bitch. Um, I tell you what, kids. Um, Avatar. Um, not Avatar Last Damn Bender, but like we can, we'll go into that more. Um, okay. Because we had, talking about the blue we had an interesting, scu- yeah, we had yeah. interesting discussion off the podcast with somebody. Um, but Avatar, the blue people... Um, is still like one of the highest grossing movies of all time. Uh, I think they got around $2 billion uh, worldwide, which is fucking crazy. 
Um, uh, that's an estimate. I believe it was $2 billion. They got $2 billion uh, for that movie. Um, and they were able to basically cover the production uh, cost of the next subsequent movies. Because there's four of them in, uh, in working right now. If y'all, I'm Which, not sure there's going to be three with a, more with yeah. a budget of two hundred and fifty million dollars each. They have their budget. They've made their money. They literally have gotten the money back. Now it's just a passion project for him. Uh, well, no, because like ultimately that two, that two billion dollar you know thing it still goes towards like it's complicated how like movie budgets work and how people get paid during movies and shit like that. But you know, uh, ultimately, like the first movie. I, I don't remember how I necessarily felt about it when I first saw it. It was cool, like, visually, because at the time, like, you know, we were kind of starting into the new whole, like, you know, CGI was getting pretty damn good. And, mm-hmm. like, you know, motion capture and shit like that uh, was was kind of the thing. Um, it was good. Visually, it was great. The music was even better. Oh, it was yeah, a beautifully it. scored mu- uh, movie. Unfortunately, it was attached um, to that fucking movie. Well, I mean, the movie, the first one was was it, it, was fine. It's kind of dumb. It's really just Last it's, Samurai, but with blue, it's of course, cats. yeah. I mean, like the, if you go and based off of the technical, out on, like a lot of the um, the same kind of like uh, the nuance mic. as so it's missing out on a lot of the same kind of nuance as uh, Tom Cruise's mm-hmm. in, in that movie, you know, yeah. the Last Samurai. But it's basically just betraying the whole human race for some yeah. blue pussy, literally. <laughs> and you know what's yeah. crazy? You know what's crazy? Yeah. It's not even blue pussy. It's blue tentacles. Yeah. Yeah, they it's, touch tentacles. Okay. Yeah, yeah, I love that. <laughs> Honestly, I'm not even unconvinced he didn't you fuck know, the tree either. What's like, interesting, though... That was a little weird. So the reason why we've waited so long, I believe it was something on like 13 years since the last movie before we got the sequel. Um, of course, you had the fucking pandemic, you know, which was this huge thing that shut down a lot of what we were doing. Um, but they actually were having difficulties because in the water... There's some water scenes in there, and they are uh, practically recorded. Like they are, they are. The actors are literally swimming in water, and the reflections of the water was fucking with the motion capture yep. technology. Nice. So they had to, they actually pioneered new technology to actually do those scenes, which is really cool. That's why it took a little bit longer than that. Um, but who knows? Maybe the subsequent films afterwards uh, really kind of. Um, take off and like the production time is a lot less than 13 years um you know because i don't want to be 50 years old before i see the fucking fourth one (laughs) yeah um i will say though the the liberal sort of uh hemisphere of the world that's uh reacting to the movie they are so desperate i I think we addressed this on the last podcast uh for the sake of walker though uh avatar is culture appropriation the blue alien people. They're appropriating the culture that was invented by the guy who wrote the movie? It's cultural yeah, appropriation yeah. because these blue nine-foot-tall aliens have braids. So they're basically just coded as brown people, apparently? And the that's not really the issue. The issue is that they were portrayed by white actors. You know, the white actors playing oh, they fictitious. Got, they should have got blue people, definitely. They should have got yeah. the blue aliens. Yeah. You know, the Navi should have uh, come down here. We should have contacted them personally. We should have casted them. We should have casted them. But, for their part, you know, but... the greedy white man be be how he be. Yeah, uh, that was a great thing to come across Twitter. I almost threw my phone. Um, <laughs> I would have thrown it. Well, I saw something interesting uh, this morning. Apparently, James Cameron... Uh, ripped a whole 10 minutes of gunfighting out of the film because like yeah, yeah I... he doesn't like guns anymore yeah he's and like he says that he would have 
he would have uh or he wishes he made the last one without guns in it so yeah. james cameron is ripping a gunfight scene from avatar no 10 whole minutes of gunfighting was ripped from the film he says because he doesn't like guns is this just because his like one of his friends like John Travolta is like in trouble because of guns? No, 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 no. Because he's being no, no, no. He says why. No, this is like a liberal. No, is he just being a liberal? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Lib- no, no, no. He he virtue he, signaling. He actually said in this article, he's quoted as saying that yeah, I look back at all the other films I've made in the past, and I wonder would I've actually made that, but you know, today, and he's talking about Terminator Two mm. or something like that. Well, it's kind of funny, James, because what has recently yeah, been like coming listening. out. <laughs> What's been really coming about, uh, like we're seeing with a lot of Disney films, Marvel, that kind of... I'm saying Disney because a lot of majority of those movies that people are flocking to go see, or rather not flocking to go see, um, woke doesn't woke doesn't work. People don't want to see woke movies. Uh, they're, Apparently there are being... pregnant female warriors in this movie, too. So if you want to jack off in a theater... You might have... <laughs> <laughs> They're just trying to tick off all the fetish boxes. Yeah. So, yeah, honestly, uh, that's probably it. Uh, I mean, they got the tentacle people. You know, I... I yeah, they got the tentacles. You're uh, right. They got tentacles. Tentacles, a, blue aliens, female warriors. In a horrible pregnant. realization, uh, I stumbled across a YouTube video, um, which uh, was about Zootopia. Oh, oh God. Wait, wait. We're, which... Officer Judy Hopps. No. <laughs> Why'd um, you go straight to fucking Officer? He was Bro. addressing. Is this a Tumblr video? No, 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 no. This is YouTube. Okay. He was addressing the fact that um, Zootopia was made by a bunch of furries. Mm. Yeah, we all knew. <laughs> okay, yeah. And the it's amount responsible of responsible for a new generation. And the amount of Gen A furries. Okay, but so... the amount of furry like innuendos in there um, is startling. Is it really? Yeah. Okay. Oh, there's a. If you watch it, you, no, like I don't think I'd be surprised because I like full disclosure. I haven't seen it. Yeah, well, that's fine. That's but fine. uh, Walker on that new gen furry shit. I can guarantee you where the furry shit started. Treasure Planet, that fucking captain. Yeah, yeah. Right, we one of my favorite movies. So <laughs> Guar- I'm offended. Guaranteed. <laughs> guaranteed. That fucking cat captain is where it all fucking started. Yeah, I may have jerked off to the cat. You captain. know, I would too. Oh, wowie, no. wowie. The truth. The truth is revealed. Have you seen her thighs, dog? Fuck. Uh, what? <laughs> I'm going to say, so my sense of humor is kind of sometimes saying the most cursed thing that comes to mind. Mm-hmm. Uh, now, what did it for me was like, you know, when she jumps down from the... Um, when they first introduced her? When they first introduced, yeah. what's it called? The um, the lines, the rigging. Yeah, so when she jumps down from the rigging on the ship and that meow kind of... Yeah. Thing that she does, <laughs> yeah. That's what that's I hate it. I hate it so much. No, there's um, a there's a scene where uh, when the this dog... podcast is now about is <laughs> now wrapped. When, in it's when, now it's now definitely R rated. When the fucking scientist dog gets hurt in the final scenes and she's over him, if you listen very fucking carefully, no. she purrs. Ugh. Like yeah, purrs. yeah, that's true. That's true. She does purr at him. Yeah, I mean it makes sense. Honestly, you know, thinking about how many animators probably get jobs with Disney. Because of all think the about, furry porn that they were commissioned yeah, to draw. Think about how many people start their career out as drawing fucking deep. I got something worse. And imagine like I got something just as Imagine bad. like presenting a award of think, like best animator and like they they have to write their fucking bio. It's like first started on Rule Thirty Four as a uh, <laughs> MLP artist. <laughs> yeah. Can you imagine? And they just like they won't even skimp by that part. They're just like, yeah. Mm, yeah, I used to draw pony porn. I used to draw, yeah, clopping. You heard of it? Interesting. <laughs> you dig? 
<laughs> you dig. You Inter- dig. <laughs> interestingly, there is a good reason for wanting the destruction of Russia, and that's it's because there's a I think it's a My Little Pony mod. I fucking I'm like sold. Fallout, I'm sold. I, I, don't I don't even know. I don't even. I don't even need comes to from Russia. <laughs> everything is just Equestria now. Is it really? <laughs> I'm pretty sure. <laughs> So funny. This is the country we're sending. I saw a post where someone's like, "Why do you hate Russia so much?" And they're like, <laughs> "Observe." This is one of them. One of my laundry list. Well, then there's got to be a Morrowind or uh, I mean a Skyrim mod for that too. Yeah. On the workshop, it's probably on the workshop. You know, I've uh, seen no. My Little Pony mods on You've the workshop. Uh, so here's the thing: they the come workshop? up on the recommended. They come up on the fucking so, featured page, dude. So you click workshop, and like in the featured items, like are most popular in the past week, it's just fucking bronies. Yeah, like just playing Skyrim. Wait, no, all for the real? Or yes. yes, no. Yeah, because yeah. uh, like in the special mods. edition, in the special like, edition, literally just like the rapiest shit you can imagine. Listen, like, it, it's that's just somehow featured. Any of y'all that play Skyrim special edition, where you can get the mods on the game. If you go now, I was playing it last night, and I wanted to put in a mod for the weather, because the one I had hadn't got updated in a couple of years, so it's trash now. Fucking there, it like three, three slides down from the first selection where they recommended, where they have all of the ones. There's one for BDSM, and the picture of it is the fucking lizard man that you meet in fucking, <laughs> the first lizard man you meet in that town, in the tavern, <laughs> just tied up as the fucking picture screen. You know, why are, why are your Skyrim people I so horny? I don't know. <laughs> I really don't know because I don't think there's any RPG that doesn't have a nudity mod. There's only one way to play Skyrim, and that's with the BDSM. <laughs> <laughs> like, so I'm scrolling on TikTok because, you know, I have to collect content for the show, and there's some mildly entertaining content on there. Um, and I stumble across the, like, uh, a video from, like, the Star Wars uh, Fall, uh, Last Jedi or something like that with Cal Kestis and shit. Um, and he's wearing a loincloth. <clears throat> and let's just say you can tell his religion. <laughs> okay? And I'm hey. sitting here wondering. I was like, what? That's not a fucking skin. <laughs> and then you dig deeper and it's like, oh, it's a mod. So people have to go through the process <laughs> yeah. of installing this mod just so they can see the the phantasm of his penis <laughs> wafting like in the wind. And by the way, apparently it's fully modeled. So you can look under the loincloth with the view and see his cock and balls because so, that's a necessity for I like players. how he saw the dick of the character in game. It was like I need to know more about this. Right? Yeah. Right. Let me let me spend some Cause time. Cuz it's like on TikTok. This up. Hey, it's hey, on TikTok and I was like what the hell? Load it up right now. You have it installed. I don't have it installed. No, I couldn't be bothered honestly. Why would I do that? The great the, honestly like calc I I would wish that if you, any you of you just want VR to enter your mouth so you can suck like virtual <laughs> cock. <laughs> If any of the, if any of the previous like most recent Star Wars movies were anywhere near the story of like the Last Jedi, Fallen Order, yeah, w- Fallen Order would have been amazing. Oh yeah, the, um, oh yeah, the Last Jedi, Jedi Survivor coming out next. Oh, year. Oh, I'm so excited! I'm excited is for a, a lot of games. Is that a sequel to the one year. that just came out this year? Well, you know how it like shares the same name and like the title. Well, well I just don't know. The Last so, Jedi. So it probably would be Fallen Order, The Last Jedi. I'm excited uh, for uh, a lot of games coming out next year. We have in February, we have Kerbal Space Program 2. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Where have, me and Walker uh, are actually going to harass just, all of your orbital yeah. flights. You're going to be trying to do actual scientific yeah. research, and we're just going to crash it's things be great. into you at orbital speeds. It's going to be so much fun. Then you're going to see We have, um, what is it called? What is it about? Uh, Manor Lords coming out, mm. which is like, honestly, I played the demo. Because it was available for like a week or two. That has to be the best medieval city builder 
to date. It is so high fidelity, beautiful. You can walk around first person in the city and the other village when you're making it. There is combat. There is all these things that is, uh, it's, it's gorgeous. It's gorgeous. It's a gorgeous game. I can't wait for it to come out, so I'm going to drop like $120 a in February. There probably is, like, where you can just make the whole, all the citizens walk around nude. It probably is going to come out soon. Nice. Just so you can, like, go down to the city level, like, first person, be like, hm, so, nice tits, fat retard. I so, like how we went from, like, a real topic, though, to just conversating so, about. So to, to, here's what hurts my soul. Months. There's a game coming out, I believe, February. I'm not sure. Uh, called Forspoken. That game is looking beautiful fucking insane it is gorgeous it's an open world fucking uh just the main character uses magic and it's just fucking insane and from the clips i've seen and some of the things they've given us i, I could guarantee you it's probably going to be the best looking game that comes out you next know year. what i need i need an open world rpg of Avatar: The Last Airbender. See, Ooh. that would be amazing. They've tried that. They did, and but it was, that was fucking that, trash. That was like, but that was like, you know, early two thousands technology. So you're like, like they had, I believe they had it on PlayStation Two. Yeah, that's yeah, yeah. yeah. They had a PlayStation yeah. Two Avatar game, at Lab game, which we'll call it, so we can distinguish it from the fucking blue people at Lab game. And it was, it, it was okay, but it was really good for the time. Like they were. The, the they worst was part good. is if they make another one. It's going to be about Korra, not about Aang. Mm. So you say that, but here's the thing. Here's what I'm so happy about. Korra, net worth, almost is nowhere near what Avatar The Last Airbender makes yearly. Yeah. Because yeah. uh, if they make like a game with Korra, they're not going to make as much money. It, they shouldn't have you play as either Aang or Korra, but some like random faceless uh, of like the last your... 10,000 fucking avatars. No, yeah. Here's what mm-hmm. they're going to do. They're going to like make your own avatar. Guaranteed. Well, yeah, that's a well, big if, format. If it's an RPG, of that RPGs, would the, that would be fine. But yeah, there's yeah. been so many thousands of avatars that you could do that with. Yeah, there hasn't been thousands of avatars. Yeah, there has. No, so okay, listen. hundreds maybe. Uh, it's been hundreds. Okay. So because, oh god, this hurts from y'all do saying. We, it. Do we have like a like a lineage all the way back to yes Wu, or whatever his name was? Yes. Do you think those Juan. fucking nerds didn't put the time in? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, bro, they did. Yes. <laughs> Guaranteed. Uh, well, then don't make it canon. It's fine. <laughs> Fuck you. Uncanonize it. Well, I mean, there's a giant appeal to, like, canon games, though. You know what I mean? Like, there's a big appeal. Yeah, but then you can't make fucking choices. Well, I mean... then you, you have to have a canon you have canon, canon and an uncanon. Well, ending. I would say, like, you have your canon characters and places. Oh, so And then, like, do what you I want. I kept fucking waiting at the goddamn... Uh, what's it called? Say, uh, the meditation say, point. I would like to the same dude fifty times. That's canon. I would like to. That's, that's in Star Wars history. Now. I would like to consider that. Yes, I would like to consider that Cal Kestis is canon. <laughs> I don't fucking care because that's just what my head canon is to make me feel better about the fucking abysmal cinema, cinematic universe that is the Star Wars franchise right now. It's trash. It's garbage. You the, have to rely on the comics the for Kotor good content. Is pretty good, and that's technically canon. But I think there's a canon ending and an uncanon ending. For what? Kotor, Knights of the Old Republic. Oh, oh okay. Mm. That's like one of the best Star Wars games, especially if you like retro RPGs. Mm-hmm. That's like one of the best ones. I haven't played it. I should try it. Yeah, I'm... it's like ten bucks on Steam. It's not expensive. Okay. I want to see. Um, I'm not. You know what? I've not been excited for any movies. You know, I I used to be in yeah. high school, yeah. and I have not been excited for mm-hmm. any fucking movies coming out. Because like I... I remember when like I would see commercials for the next Hobbit movie, I was like, "Fuck yeah, let's right? go, bitch." Yeah. Like let's fucking, you know. When Five Armies came out, I was uh, fucking excited. Yeah, but like now it's just like, go fuck yourself. And like they have, oh, let's take Lord of the Rings and 
make an adaptation which is completely not canon and yeah, put it on Amazon yeah. Prime and just fucking bastardize that, everything that, about that it. That pissed me off. I mean, Walker just recently started watching Game of Thrones, which is really cool. And I actually have those books right there. Go ahead. Um, I haven't read them. <laughs> They're for looks. But I, if 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 I like a movie or if I like a show or if I like a universe, I will get their box sets because yeah, I like just having it. You know, it's one of those things. You know, it's a, how how are you enjoying um the Expanse? By the way, I haven't found you the time to read it yeah. yet. <laughs> I, uh, that's my problem too because I I want to do so many things. You know, I'm Actually, I'm now you just know starting to. It, me and Walker kind of like kind of said something about this the other day. Um, if they soft reboot or do a new sequel of Stargate, I don't. I, you and I don't trust them to do it right. There's no way. Of what? Stargate. Mm. No. Yeah, it, you, you wouldn't trust. You it, would right? lose. You, like it, the chances, the chances that it's like going to come from the same crew that made the Mandalorian. It's not even that. It's not even that. So low. it is. It is. It well, is I mean, considering the fact that it's an entirely different intellectual property, it wouldn't be done by George Lucas. You know, but you know what I'm saying. So the, the, like those sorts of professions. The challenge, the ultimate challenge of these things, and this is true for any sequel. This is true for any sort of, uh, you know, reboot. reboot. Yeah, it is so difficult because humans are naturally resistant to change. We don't like things changing. Like if you took an actor and just removed them, it feels different for a long time before you get used to it. It's not a comfy feeling. So with that being said, like it is something that it is very difficult for producers to accomplish is retaining that original charm that a franchise had. Stargate it feels like Stargate. Yeah. Yeah. You know by watching it, the producers, the directors, you feel that it is Stargate. The pacing, the humor, the writing. And part of the cleverness was to slowly write out Jack O'Neill. They promoted him to be the base commander, so like, so it's a smooth transition. Yeah, yeah, and so that's the biggest challenge that people have with writing, and it's a very, very difficult thing to retain because a lot of what what people don't really this is more for long running TV shows than it is for like the movies. Yeah. Oh, for a movie, a movie is a little bit uh, easier, but at the same time, it'll have a different flavor. Like, for example, you go to the old Star Trek shows, right? They yeah. feel like Star Trek. You go to the Star Trek movies. I recognize characters, but you're like, it doesn't feel it like the original Star does, Trek. It does feel which isn't a bad like thing. an extended episode. It, which isn't a bad thing, but there's a difference. Like, right? I don't know. The Wrath of Khan is pretty good. You can detect a difference. And so is The Undiscovered Country. I made you watch The Undiscovered Country, didn't I? Yeah, that's one of my favorite ones. My parents are huge Trekkies, so I had to yeah. watch all of them growing up. And- was it, that the last one we watched? My granddad was. Probably. My granddad was. We used to watch every time I was over at my granddad's house. He would always have Star Trek on. And just he used to be playing. See, my my grandmother was the same way, but it was with Stargate. Mm-hmm. Okay. I mean, personally, if I were to pick one, my fiance. Okay. Okay. Uh, I think she said her grandma really likes Stargate, and that's how she knows about it. Same. Okay. Pick one out of three. Okay. Stargate, Star Trek, or Star Wars. Stargate. Stargate. So for what? Overall. 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 That's hard to choose. It's hard because there's it was easy. There, yeah, there's, there are different types. There <laughs> yeah. are different types of sci-fi. sci-fi. Yeah. They're completely different flavors. One's kind of sci-fi. fantasy. One is like far futurism. The other one is like yeah. See, so Star Wars, adventure military. Star stuff. Wars is your it's fantasy. Is your fantasy? Yeah. Star, Star Trek is your you distant future. I'll, I'll, I see. And then Stargate is your 
It's it's military your, fiction. Yeah, you're. You know what? I see your three mainstream ones, and I will raise you Starship Troopers. Oh, that's a good I changed one. my mind. Fuck Stargate, Starship Troopers. Fuck yes. For the overall memeability and appeal of Starship Troopers, they get an extra point, but the, I will still stick with the um, mod for Stargate. It being a stupid as being a really stupid of a question. The mod for mm. Squad is so fucking. Fun. It's so fun. I've seen it. And I'm like, you get like actual combat fatigue Ooh. from fighting the bugs. Speaking of games. They're having a Starship Trooper FPS come out. I've seen a lot of RTSs that revolve around Star Trek. Or, sorry, Starship F- Troopers. There's a lot of stars FPS. going on. Yeah. Uh, so I've seen the RTSs. I have um, one of them, and it is fucking amazing. But I can see the appeal of a fucking first-person shooter, because I tell you what, those bugs, they probably scary as fuck coming at yeah, you. Yeah, uh, if you look at some of the clips, like after this podcast or something, uh, look at some of the clips, some of those fucking moments are scary. You'll be sitting there killing a couple of bugs, and then, like, literally the next second, just hundreds of those motherfuckers come over the hill. You're like, well, fuck. My dear, the the my mod dear for fellow, squad is like that. They my come dear fellow, I ask you Do, does the mod, thine microphone Are the enemy upwards. team bugs? There you go. Uh, this it's little AI. section right here is what oh, okay. up the sound. Try talking now. Hello? There you go. Okay. You hear yourself now. Instead of talking over it, you, you hear fuck the difference. Because I can still hear myself. Isn't it crazy? Bitch. I know. Bitch. Theoretically, on Bitch. podcasts, the headphones are supposed to help the people realize that, wowee, you can't hear me really well. So I'm yeah. going to... Instead of talking right here, move into the microphone. If I'm talking up here, it goes louder. And oh, so magic. Anyway, fuck um, you. So actual topics to talk about. We're just talking. We're having. uh, I know. I wanted to talk about Atlab with you guys um, because we had a discussion with some guests during our Christmas party. Oh yeah, about uh, about female characters. Yeah. So oh, here we go. Well written female characters. So she asked about uh, people who can't understand the difference between Korra and Toph and why one is bad and one is good. Oh, so that just tells that's a instant like No, I don't think test. it was that confusion. No, it no. was it was fucking Korra and uh Katara. People yeah. confuse her all the fucking time for the and it's not like cuz if for example all of us watched obviously the Avatar the last Airbender before Korra, right? Mm-hmm. Of course. People I watched, watched it when it was coming out. Yeah, same. People who watched Korra first and then went to Avatar the last I had the CDs that you could put into PlayStation 2. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Uh, they, they were always like, oh, that must be a relative of Korra. Even though, I mean, a relative I mean, of Katra. Katara. Katara. Fuck. Katra? <laughs> who the fuck is, is that? Is this a new kaiju in the Godzilla anyways, universe? Anyways, even though Katara is in it's, Korra. It's own personal head she's she's in it. Yeah, she is. And like the first... A couple episodes. Yeah, and it, it makes no fucking sense. And uh, and if any of you listening to this season, tell she, me, she's in the first season of Korra, I think. Y- yeah, she is. She's in like she's in the first episode. Yeah, no, they call she, her. She's in the first episode, and she's towards the end. But I don't think she shows up. After. Yeah, she they shows call her Grand Grand. She shows up in like uh, all throughout it in spaces. Give me another uh, into like uh, I think it's the end of season one or the beginning of season two. I'm not exactly sure. I think she dies somewhere. You're going somewhere wine, but it. I have Good. not heard a single person that watched Avatar The Last Airbender before or after tell me that uh, Korra was better than... Yeah, so the question, the conversation arose when we were talking about... We were talking about the podcast. I mentioned the podcast in some context, like, oh, uh, we talked about this on the podcast or whatever. And she's like, oh, you have a podcast? I was like, yes. And so she looked it up on Spotify, and she was looking through the titles. And one of the titles... <laughs> Is that naturally supposed to be provocative? So you fucking listen to it. Haha, <laughs> you have an inside scoop of how I work. Got him. Um, and it was there are no good female characters in modern cinema, which is, yes, it is a generalization, but it's 
a fact. It's pretty um, true. It's close to true. And so we had a discussion about that, and um, we were really focusing on uh, Katara and um, Korra. Was I part of this, or is this before? No, no this, this was, was well, this is Christmas. So yeah, it was a uh, it was a great conversation, and um, there might be a future where we have uh, them on the podcast. Actually, yeah. Um, and also, Clark's wife. Maybe. If that's I'm not happen. I'm not entirely sure. It's a. It's 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 definitely it's, be a it's very different viewpoint from it would be the panel. So when you have um, Jason back on, yeah, that actually wasn't bad. Mm-hmm. Actually, a discussion. Yeah, um, <laughs> I mean, I'm not judging beforehand, but it was a it was an actual discussion. It was mm-hmm. great. It yeah. was great to have him on, uh, and that was like a two hour podcast. I wish I got through because there was so much to talk about. Yeah, um, I think ultimately, uh, what what the problem is is there's so much selling out going on and it you have to virtue signal. And this is the weird thing because what, what the box offices have shown is that people don't want woke. They don't want woke. They simply don't. If we want to look at information, which is what we should be looking at and is looking at how movies perform in the box office, those hyper woke movies don't do well. They really don't. They don't like toy story crashed and burned. Okay, that could be a multiple to a reason because people don't like change. They were expecting to hear Tim Allen as the voice of, of Buzz Lightyear, but instead they heard fucking Ryan Evans. Okay, right. so there's that change. But yeah, Ryan Evans, Captain I America, played Buzz Lightyear in the more recent movie because His name Chris Evans. Yes, yeah, sorry, Chris Evans uh-huh. played uh played um thank you played That's really weird man yeah because why because Tim Allen is absolutely a conservative. God forbid Disney ever give money to a conservative. Right. <laughs> so you know there there might have been the older crowd who was a little bit more apprehensive to go to that movie because they knew it was different. It wasn't going to feel like home. But then there was the other aspect where you had the lesbian kiss for no fucking reason in the film. What, wait, what which movie is supposed? Is this? this is the new Toy Story. This is the. Uh, it's not Toy Story. It's, sorry, it's it's Buzz it's, it's uh, yeah. It's, it's Buzz the Lightyear. origins of Butt Lightyear. Oh, it's, it's the Buzz origin Lightyear. story okay. of Buzz Lightyear. Okay. Yeah, it's yeah. not and, Toy Story. It's a Toy m- Story universe. And Buzz Lightyear's main friend is, is gay, and you don't find this out until like I believe halfway through when there's like a random scene where yeah. this fucking thing totally kids appropriate there's a lesbian kiss in the middle of the movie for no reason like i get it if you have a lesbian kiss or any sort of scene like that and if it propels the story forward fair play but if it's just to get kudo points you're a piece of shit and that's why that movie didn't do well in the box office see it didn't cause like because when i saw that i was expecting an emotional turmoil between buzz Lightyear and her because i was like oh he has secret feelings for her he saw this kiss Mm -hmm. uh What's emotionally damaged now? This is going to cause propel the story forward. No, nothing. just okay. Nothing. Nothing. Just a thing. Just a thing that happened to squeeze in those extra kudo points. Um. So yeah, it's it's one of those things. What we're seeing now is that, especially in cinema, woke doesn't pay. So it makes you wonder why do they try anyway? What's the point? They've had this data for a past couple of years now. Why do they continue to try? That's well, because the shareholders demand it. I do have, an, Likely, I, have a, yeah. I have a theory. So like they've been doing a lot of reboots of everything recently. Um, what happens when like the old stuff becomes harder to find than the new stuff? Right, Walker. You just interrupt the whole podcast to hand me a <laughs> bottle of mead. What is this? <laughs> why? Why have you handed this to me? Lift you your mic up. 
You want you want me to drink this? That's what this yeah, is try about. It. Okay, try it. It was actually good. Just interrupted the whole podcast. Give him, give him, give him one of the snifters so he has a clean glass, not to be tainted by that cabernet. But uh, f- the thing is, it like, it doesn't smell great. When, when you're like looking through uh, the Star Wars content on Disney Plus, right? Uh, the new stuff is usually what's up front. Give me right? a glass of that too, actually. That'll be five dollars. <laughs> yeah. So it's easier to find the new stuff than the older stuff. It's not impossible, right? And if you actually know the title of something, it's and it's buried behind like hundreds of different shows and movies. You can just easily find it. I love those glasses. They're so beautiful. It's called the Glen Cairn, and it's yes. not for mead. It's for scotch. But here's the thing: <laughs> what if like newer kids that like never got to see the I old like original better. trilogy of Star Wars? What if they're looking for the old stuff, but they don't have a name? And they don't it's know what to good. look for. And they have no experience with anything classic. It's okay. But all they've got is this new shit. Mm-hmm. Right? So it's kind of like... It's funny it, that you mentioned that. It's like, are you, it's are like, you in my head? Because legit, <laughs> I was just it's browsing like cult- the YouTube it, it, as it, I do. So I'm ADHD, apparently. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, quirky, right? Got a self-diagnosis. <laughs> not like here. every other guy. But no, because I have my three monitors here. And so I'll be like playing a game. Like one of those, like, you don't have to really focus on like a Stardew Valley type game mm-hmm. where you're just doing the do. I'll have YouTube playing on this. Yeah, doing the do. Uh, I'll have uh, YouTube on the side, and I saw on my recommend page that the old Star Wars cartoons came up, mm-hmm. and I almost about orgasmed. Yeah, and I clicked old, on you it. You mean like the two D Clone Wars? The two yeah. D Clone yeah. Wars. Yeah, and it was the Battle of Coruscant, mm-hmm. and I was I almost coomed. It like brought me back to like middle school and like yeah. fucking elementary. I was like, oh my god. See, this I where oh how could I have forgot I didn't forget so I had but how could I have not been like I remember need to look when for this. remember when the internet came in the mail and you had to that's how you got Netflix <laughs> oh yeah I remember that yeah so, <laughs> Redbox yeah so I had my parents on Netflix get the Clone Wars like the two D mm. so the two D animation mm-hmm. uh, CDs and rent them on Netflix. I haven't eaten today so I'm that's gonna feel good. good really soon this is why we went to lunch <laughs> before we got here yeah. good Red Robin. Yeah, yum. yum. <laughs> oh, I was about to say that. <laughs> God damn it. So I think um I think there's a lot of we're we're straying further and further from the glory of God. Yeah. Um we no longer have good children TV shows like Star Wars. We don't have anything that's good on Nickelodeon anymore. Yeah. We really don't. And I it could be because I'm out of touch. I'm not watching that shit right now, you know. It could be any of those things. But there our, an era has ended, folks. Oh yes, I heard that the new Top Gun was pretty good. I haven't seen it. It, it was. I honestly, I've stopped. I've stopped looking at any kind of uh, news on movies. I've stopped watching trailers. I've just stopped watching new movies in general. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a really unfortunate because I I remember a lot of my childhood was like going to the movies. Mm-hmm. Like that was a f- a family activity that we all yeah, did. We would same. get popcorn. And you know, knowing what I know now, like that was an expensive, expensive journey for yeah. four kids and two adults. Mm-hmm. And so, like now, it's really appreciative. And like now, it's just I like, grew up in a family of uh, with five kids. So that's yeah. yeah. So it's like Ooh, you know, special. like going that to the, was really special. That was something that yeah, I've always been really into movies and cinema, and um, it, it was always like a good time when I was younger going to go see a new movie in a movie theater. It was a special treat, especially because my parents are not the greatest with money. You know, to be able to have money to do that and then mm-hmm. go and do it. To let alone save it to do that. To and then, be for you, yeah. And then I remember it was when the new Star Wars came out is when I realized, like, that, I don't know, all movies just stopped being good. Mm-hmm. Yep. Though, 
Some new movies are fine. I like some of the Quentin Tarantino stuff. Uh, Quentin Tarantino movies are so once me, upon are a like time probably the only saving grace. Let, once uh, upon a time in Hollywood's pretty new. Let me tell you, uh, I this is how bad it's getting. So is the hateful eight when it's coming That's to like good. new films. There was a trailer that I was like, oh wow, that actually looks good, and now I'm like, I I'm struggling to remember it. Hmm. Like, it, it, thank you for sharing. What a phenomenal it, fucking anecdote. <laughs> I love you. I love you for that. Uh, I'm gonna say, um, I think you're absolutely right. Like. I think Quentin Tarantino and there's very select few directors who are the saving grace of cinema and they're pulling a lot of fucking weight. So like the hateful eight, um, is one of those movies where like pretty damn good. And I haven't seen an interesting, like long form TV show recently either. How do you mean? Um, so other than like better call Saul, like, you know how like long form storytelling is basically way better in TV now than it is in, um, than it is in movies, and that started basically, I think, with The Sopranos or something like that. Right? Yeah, uh, it's just like I haven't seen a new TV show coming out that actually looks interesting to watch in a long time. Worth your time. Yeah, yeah. I feel like that's. I feel like that's a a big problem. Like me and my wife just recently, while we we're in the old house, the old apartment, we were watching like The Golden Girls, mm-hmm. like religiously. And it's really interesting because, like, that was a show for, like, a generation that was not ours. Like, and you could tell that. And um, it's interesting because if you look at it, that's when you kind of, kind of see the sort of the little woke little tiny things creeping in. Yeah, right? the little tiny subversions. But it wasn't nearly as bad as it is today. It wasn't It wasn't where you're like, that's some woke bullshit. You're just like, I guess that's a good lesson. Um, <laughs> but... uh it was. It made it a little bit more like. It hurt a little more when Betty White died. Oh, like seeing what she had done, where she was, what what she was doing, and what she's known for as one of the Golden Girls. And I think we watched two movies what she was in just to be like, there you go, Betty. The fact that she was on a show about being old in like the seventies. Yeah, she was on. She was on a TV show that was literally just about being really old. In the seventies, she could have been in a meta show about what it's like retiring from a TV she show about being old. What, what, just she this was year? A, she was like ninety four this year, and, yeah, last year and this year, yeah. And she, uh, she's older than the Queen. And then lo and Not behold, anymore. the Queen died too. The Queen died. <laughs> I remember, I remember calling it because I was at a uh, yeah, I, w- <laughs> I was at a range. <laughs> called it. I, I was at a two four nine range, and I saw like uh, the family has been called to her side. And I remember telling you guys next to me, "Oh yeah, the Queen of England's probably going to be dead in the next couple hours." And then I go up, I do yeah. my, I do my course of fire. I go check the news, and I see the Queen is dead. Got him. And like you're I, the um, reason. I had uh, interesting enough. I had I had thought that I had thought that in the back of my mind. I was like, "Oh, Betty White's dead. No, the Queen's next." And lo and behold, <laughs> you two are like, the reason the Queen died. Like they were like childhood I, friends, and they couldn't bear to be on this earth without get, each other. Yeah. I also didn't get why everyone cared about the queen dying in America. Uh, in America, yeah, I don't know why. It's like everyone's freaking out about it. Like, oh, the queen died. It's so awful. I was like, why? Why? We are. We why? fought a fucking war to Who be separated cares? from this. Well, I mean, they're allies right now. Yeah, they're but allies, but the same I also time, don't care. Like, if the prime minister of fucking France or someone died, right? Or the president of France, Macron, right? I forget, sure. Because they had an election. I Macron. Who's their, I forget who's their president <laughs> now. If they died. Oh, no one would give a fuck. No. No. Why does? Why is the queen because, uh, This is why. Honestly, this is why. It's because as much as we hate to uh, recognize the things about this, is 
they are kind of where our culture stem from. They are kind of like the well, I mean, we absolutely. kind of we took the place yeah. of the capital of Anglo Western culture. culture. Exactly. So like like not, not even just Western, but Anglo. That's kind of the thing. And I think I think what is a more mm, sort of a response of why Americans could care is because she was around during World War II. She was apparently aiding people. She served as like a field nurse or whatever the fuck she did. Was it, she was in the driver corps. Uh, whoever, whatever she, she was drove, doing. She drove cars. Whatever she was doing. She was there. She was participating, right? I, but like carrying on like a, like I'm going to tear up and watch the entire fucking funeral service <laughs> on the, t- on the, on the telly. I don't, I don't know why any American would do that. Like, Honestly, or why they even cared about like Prince I, Harry and Meghan Markle and all like those yeah. weddings and stuff. I've never got that. I mean, I can got, I can acknowledge that they're pieces of shit like that woman. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. But at the same time, I'm like, okay. Anyway, moving on because I don't read any of the articles. Uh, honestly, I the coronation was more interesting than the funeral, frankly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, coming from you, Hayes, that does not surprise me. I mean, it's just more interesting, right? They have a king now. Like that's just that's just. Oh, interesting. of course, you're interested when it's a king. Yeah, huh? yeah. You not a queen. Fuck, fuck. fuck women. Fuck women. And that's why you're that's, not married, bitch. So this is the thing. Uh, that is minute 44. Okay. <laughs> no. Um, I'm thinking of some sort of... Um, so there, we have a bunch of different things. Like we have this, these projects that we want to do for the podcast and for the um, YouTube channel. Because now, by request of an actual listener, uh, the podcast is automatically uploaded to youtube now mm. um so if you weren't aware of that um uh, we need it's time to do some plugs actually we need to do some plugs folks um go follow us on youtube subscribe to youtube subscribe to the twitter or don't we're not your or dad. don't i really don't care facebook do that <laughs> I too i really don't care uh no it's just an easy way because if you guys want something if you guys want input to the show if you want to hear something if you want to talk about something that's a great way of doing it um and being able to communicate with us and if you guys want to hear our uh, opinions, which uh, would be actually really an honor, because why the fuck would you care what we think? Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Um that's you? Yeah, uh, top one. Yeah, the top one. Um yeah, uh follow us on the YouTube. They automatically upload. We also occasionally upload videos of actual uh other content like, like our range, our range day. day our range yeah. day gonna start doing like gaming channel stuff oh no um i will the stream my, war thunder my gaming <laughs> thing is separate so that that's gonna be a separate entity from from the podcast that's strictly like gaming and non-political how um, many non-family what do you mean gaming do you is have? a political act what are you talking about 
Uh, so 47 total on the gamer channel, and like three of them are family. Okay. Nice. How many of them are not friends? None. Like <laughs> fucking 90% of those. Yeah. Those are your okay. t- are There's those quite yours? a few people in the Discord too, because I want to. I need to start streaming on Twitch because I can get money. Um, Honestly. Yeah, I think because we have a lot of projects that we want to do. Yeah, the watch we, reviews that because yeah. I just need to beat Hayes into submission, um, into like sticking on a timeline and a oh. schedule because that watch review will be beautiful. It will if be we amazing. actually do it. Because we, we got to go to the waterfall. Though. I wrote the screenplay. We got to go to the waterfall. We know what we're doing with it, um, and because of my childhood of going to the cinema. I have a love for cinematography, so I'll actually put some fucking time and effort into this shit. Yeah. And I know you want to do some... Um, Hayes wants to go in the kitchen with my beautiful 4K resolution masterpiece. What? Um, you want to go in the... Co- you want to put... No. You want to put the B-roll. Don't you want to put the B-roll in like some sort of fucking plug-in? That oh, makes no, no. It no. All- that, that was for a separate thing for the gun. Oh, okay. For the- oh, yeah. That's for the gun. Yeah. <laughs> You're doing a gun review? So... No, no, no. Just like a artsy little, you know... Yeah, sort of like Video a- of, of my gun. Once I get all the upgrades of your fire, a purely yeah. a purely cinematographical um, adventure, really, if you will. No, it's the uh, the autism creeping in. I don't like to use the word gun. How come weapon? I, I like to say firearm. Firearm. Mm-hmm. Wait, so like, why don't you like using the word gun? It doesn't feel right. Hmm. Autism. F- get out. Autism <laughs> speaks. I mean, like, autism I mean, makes I mean, firearm it, it's feel better. not the same level as calling a magazine a clip, right? Because that's just uh, wrong. Almost. Isn't the because um, I don't that's I don't literally like, wrong. I don't like the, saying I own a gun. I, that just sounds so wrong to me. I just like it feels childish. Is the thing it does. It feels unintelligent, childish. It just doesn't feel good. It hmm. feels too adolescent for what it is of mm-hmm. like something that can kill something. So I have a firearm. I have a firearm. I have a weapon. I have a a gas expanding projectile shooter shooter pew pew <laughs> boomstick. I have a boomstick. I my like boomstick better than gun. Actually, actually that's because of the cultural our, implications there. We watched a really good Grand Thumb video of uh, what different rounds sound like when they're passing overhead. Yeah, that was a and cool that was video. a really cool video. He's not the first person to do that. Either. I know, but like, yeah, you know, you you guys know me. I'm not one to search out these videos really. So yeah, you're not a you're not a gun guy. I'm not a, a guy gun. Hey, he said the I'm word. A, he said the word I'm he doesn't not, like. I'm not a gun nerd. I'm a I'm a <laughs> owner. No, see, it's a compound word, so gun guy is a different word. Okay, than gun. Accept- the compound <laughs> yeah. words are acceptable. Compound yeah. words acceptable. Okay, <laughs> but um, magazine. No, clip? that video was really cool because you saw the difference between like five five six. Five five six makes a really interesting I have a 30 sound. Pa- a thirty caliber clip passing magazine. overhead. Five five six literally makes the fucking pew sound passing overhead. If it's subsonic. Yeah, it's crazy. You've been shot, well, not shot at, but you've had five, five, six shot over your head before. You know, it makes a snap sound. If yeah, it's still sub. Er, yeah. Still in fact, if you live in the barracks yeah. where we are. We're like perpendicular to the range, a little bit down the way. You can hear some of that. Yeah, you can. Yeah, you can hear a snap pop, kind of. Yeah, I think I thought it was really cool. I was like, "That's actually very a very cool." But it video. depends on what your orientation to the range is, because you'll hear yes, like the absolutely. sonic boom of the yeah. bullet before the reported now, gun. Mm-hmm. Walker, if money was ain't no thing, okay, money ain't no thing. MCX spear. Okay, what uh, what gun would you get? <laughs> Applesauce test. So. If money was no object, like I could literally buy anything. If you so like firearm, if you wanted to buy a firearm in the strict definition of something that you can carry on your person to effectively okay, so engage the M2's, distant objects, the M two is out of yeah. Um, if it's like something I something can carry, that you would carry uh, if you were bugging the fuck out, 
if I was bugging out, if you you're adding out. a lot in because it's like what if you had unlimited money? What you okay, could fine, buy, fine, to, fine. What fine, could you fine, buy fine. with unlimited fine. money that you can fine, carry? Fine. This is actually no, to. you're you're absolutely right because this will be far more interesting. If you money was no object, what firearm with those previous definitions that I described would you buy? Right now, I'd probably buy either an HK four seventeen. I think is what it's called, the um, seven six two version, or a Knights Armament Company SR twenty five with a can and a thermal optic and you know all the all that stuff on it. Mm-hmm. I have other questions relating to this topic, so okay. I have them loaded. We have our, we found our topic, folks, at uh, the fifty minute mark. Okay. Jesus. Um, what about you, Hayes? What what if money was no object? What gun would you buy? Gay K forty seven, maybe. <laughs> um. Yeah, probably something in that family. Because I know um, that you like the. Would you like go for the modern AKs? I'm curious. I'm like, yeah. So like I, the AK100 series. I, I like all of them for different reasons, but I definitely do like the modernized like furniture from Zenico. I think that's actually good looking shit, and I think it's. Nobody cares. There's, there's man. <laughs> fuck you. I had to. I I simply had to. I have to use these sounds. Your yeah. soundboard is gay and retarded. That's fine. Then send me sounds, faggot. Uh, Ooh, that's a fifty-one minute mark. Yeah, you have to pull uh, that one yeah. out. Yes, you do. What did uh? What did you? What are you taking out that I said when you when you said the time and I said it to Hayes? No, no, he was just mentioning it. Oh, yeah. Um, I'd probably just if money was no object, right? Yeah. And I could also have the ammo. Sorry uh, to belittle your opinion. anything in the five four five range. Like that's just good shit. But um, practically speaking. A five five six AK would make a little more sense. A five five six AK. Okay. His his aspirations are so low. <laughs> no, they're not. How much? That he's going out? to buy at most a one thousand five hundred dollar rifle. If he had all the money in the world, he's gonna buy at most. I'm a simple man. A I guess fifteen hundred dollar man rifle. of simple tastes. So, is this so me like... and you are in the same boat because I really don't follow guns that often to yeah, where I, I would either. have a well informed opinion. But I will say this: I would probably now. Of course, I'm gonna set some fires. And I know you have your pro- proclivities, but like I would go for an air platform simply because that is what I'm more accustomed to now. For caliber, yeah, I would yeah. stick that's with 308. I would stick with 308. Yeah, that's fine. I would stick with 308, and that's just because that's what uh, all guns are really is personal preference. Uh, until you're going Ooh, down can to I change the, my answer. Sure. An MCX spear. I I knew it. I knew he would. I even said it. Now. No, so like not I'm mad, not for not an air platform. I'm not. What would you with AR, AK, submachine gun? Actually, none of those. So you uh, go for a fucking crossbow? No, actually, but also a select fire. A bullet. Henry it, repeating rifle. There you go. I so, knew it. I'm a big fan of the the repeating rifles, and I have a couple back home. But the problem with it is, I'm I'm clueless. What is no like a lever all, gun? A lever gun. Oh. Yeah, lever action. So, a yes. repeater. Most, okay. Okay. So, okay. repeater is a very archaic term because you're coming from a time where <laughs> you have things like a falling block or trapdoor um, rifle, right? Where you are a rolling block rifle, where yeah. you are literally loading one bullet in, closing your breech, mm-hmm. and then firing. And then a repeating rifle is anything, or a repeating firearm is a archaic term for something that you have like a storage of ammunition. So a yeah. revolver is a repeating firearm because if, especially if you have a double I action, see. you can pull the trigger and it goes off. You don't have to load another I round see. in. It, there's another round that's cycling in. And as, 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 as much as I love lever actions, I, I would still have to stick with the AR because of I could do almost anything with it, especially at the caliber of 308. 
That's or my reason. You could with 300 blackout do or, literally everything because yeah. it's legal to hunt deer with it because it's 762 in most jurisdictions. Um, and because they have a jurisdiction or depending on the jurisdiction, you can't use things like 556. Five, so it, it gives you like a diameter that you have to be above. So you could use 300 blackout for um, like if you wanted to do like LARPing military shit hits the fan. Like I'm going to go kick indoors and somehow not get booby trapped to death. You wanted to have like a CQC rifle, you could do that. You want to have a deer hunting rifle, you could do that. Mm-hmm. It would it would work. How would you all feel to the prospect of um, doing a Discord live um, at some point in the future uh, for the uh, podcast? Well, to who? Because they gates. do to no to our <laughs> you son of a bitch. Because um, I have multiple different softwares that allows me to stream to different locations. So we can do Discord, we can do fucking Facebook, uh, YouTube. But that's a discussion for after. I mean, if we're doing a live thing, people actually watch. Sure, yeah. we did last time. Remember, when that was a long a time. Ago. Was a it long was a long time ago. ago. It was in the it was in the old apartment, and uh, yeah, I remember that one guy called in. Yeah, one guy called in. Um, oh yeah, Zach. when I was yeah. cleaning my rifle. Yeah, we were Twitch. doing rifle yeah. cleaning and <laughs> video camera and everything. And uh, yeah, nice. Walker was correctly worried about uh, the appropriateness of showing a firearm on Twitch, but. Twitch has some very uh, guidelines that allows you to do some shit. We can we you can show you uh, playing Call of Duty, killing people to death. Yeah, but you can't have your gun being cleaned live on air. Yeah, you can't. But we could do that, so it was fine. So I'd it be worked out well. It. Yeah, it would be fun. Um, it'd be interesting in this format. I'm not sure where the fuck I would put a camera, but we can just do an audio show. No, I really need to clean my 365. It'd be actually. like an, it'd be like a radio show. Bring it out, Jamie. I'll, I'll Bring clean out, my Jamie. 365 right now. Now, have gun sound ASMR. Okay, so that was a question, right? So, given no limit to money, mm-hmm. what firearm would you buy? And I love how, like, you can tell, like, the kind of um, caliber <laughs> of gun tard that somebody is uh, when they don't go immediately, <laughs> a barrette, a 50 caliber barrette. But that's, like, it's pronounced not beret. that big of a deal to buy. It's just expensive. But they, they say it because it's, oh, it's 50 cal. It's big bullet. Now, yes, I, that would be in the running for something. Like, if I go to the store and they don't have any of the other ones, I'd be like, all right. <laughs> What's so funny? <laughs> I mean, if they go to the store and they don't have anything else that I want, and I'll go, fuck it. Give me the barrette that I know is definitely in the back of the store because no one fucking buys these yeah, things. Yeah, nobody, ha- nobody buys them. I always see them on display, and it's like, oh, yeah. that's for sale? They're like, yeah, well, it's for well, sale. Well, we went to our local, Does anyone buy you know what's more no. per- no, local no, no, gun no, no, store. No. You know what's more perplexing is the semi-automatic belt-fed machine guns for $21,000 sitting drunk. on the fucking <laughs> shelves and shit. I yeah, don't get semi-automatic that. belt-fed. I always got to wonder what makes them, like... $21,000? Because if I have to remove just like one part to turn it back into an open bolt machine gun, how is that legal? <laughs> <laughs> Why are you biting your microphone? <laughs> What's wrong? Getting drunk. <laughs> okay. He's on an empty stomach. Oh, so, he's on an empty stomach. You're yeah. a retard. No, I'm absolutely fine. This is what makes talking <laughs> you this is what makes talking you fucking idiots uh, enjoyable. You look too comfy and I'm getting angry. You told me to get this chair. Fuck you. You told me to put it in. You know what? I'm no longer angry at you. That's how drunk I'm getting. That's super cool, dude. I don't care. <laughs> Stop me. Um, Was that a box? So, so, yeah, I think that, yeah, because our local it's gun empty. store, oh. in our local gun store, there was a barrette 
just lying on the it's, fucking. Stop saying it's Barrett, Barrett, please. It's what, killing me. What is it? It's, it's, it's Bar- Barrett. It's Barrett. It's Bar- Look, he almost Barrett. got you. He it's almost Barrett. got you to say it. It's Barrett. I was gonna say it's not Beretta. It's oh, Barrett. So that's that's, that's what confused me. That's confused me. So it's Barrett. It's Barrett. It's Barrett. Barrett. It's Barrett. Okay. Barrett. So they they had that Barrett. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gay. They had that Barrett. I'm running out of things to throw at you. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> they had that Barrett. They're gonna Sorry. get heavier. They had that 50 caliber. Correction. I'm running out of light things to throw at you. <laughs> they have that 50 hey, that caliber, caliber rifle. bitch they on had, the wall. <laughs> they had that 50 caliber rifle just sitting on the fucking counter where you're like, you can go and lean on, like just begging, please, for the love of God, take me. I'm taking up too much fucking inventory space. Take me for the love of God. You know what would be cool is a Serbu BFG, which is like, um, it's kind of like a Barrett in that it's a semi automatic, you know, self loading 50 cal, but it's also. Uh, it's not long recoil operated or, th- or short recoil, whatever the fit, you know, the Barrett is, but it basically means that it's going to be more accurate. And the only reason why the Barrett was adopted in the military service and not the Serbu, um, was that, uh, they went to Mark Serbu about it and he was like, I can't build enough of them. And, and like the amount of time that you want, I just don't have the capability of doing that. So a- they went with Barrett because a- he could. AK-50 time soon now the ak-50 would be an interesting thing if he actually like makes that into a serial production yeah especially if it's going to be like way cheaper than everything else like if you want to get like big bore rifles for cheap that might be the way to do it um yes now gm6 links there's another there's another fucking contender for what i would buy oh no that would be cool that would be cool for another um scenario so this is gonna be scenario based so in the given situation that you are intent on, you have no people to care about. It's just you. I want you to describe to me what your loadout is going to be for the apocalypse and you're bugging out. What are you going to take with you? Your firearm? Your sidearm? Out of what I have now or what like the ideal thing would be? Whatever you want. And what kind of apocalypse? So this is a... Uh, that's a fucking good question. Because a lot of the prepping mm. thing is kind of retarded because they this, don't prep for a specific yeah, type of... This is a... It's not nuclear war. It is complete societal collapse. Okay, so just like a complete anarchy Complete type anarchy, society collapse, government didn't fucking figure out their deficit, and now the budget defaulted, and now there's no more government. So if I were just... It's the Rick and Morty episode. So if you're just doing like a single person type thing, nobody else to worry about, and you're an able-bodied young man with access to a rifle, ideally you probably just want to go fuck off to the woods somewhere so that you don't have to worry about other people trying to kill you. Yeah, Yeah, but what's your loadout? Let me describe to you what you can bring, okay? Your primary firearm, your sidearm, a knife of some sort, a rucksack or backpack or pack of some sort, a a collection of five medications, sorry, four medications, and that's it. You can only bring four medications with you, and some form of food. Okay, so... Oh, sorry, and body armor. Okay, so if you're going to do body armor, is it soft or hard? Yes. Good question. Okay, so if you can uh, take armor, I think any armor is better than no armor, and I'm not sure how much it matters. But if you want to get rifle rated, like I guess a level three, because you're looking describe at mostly to, fighting Describe to civilians. me the difference, because um, I don't know. 
I don't okay, know. Okay, so soft armor is usually just just Kevlar. Kevlar and Kevlar is basically a fiber, like a string right. that they weave into fabric, yep. like you would you know make clothes. Mm-hmm. That's just very strong. And so Kevlar armor is able to stop things like pistol rounds usually, as long as they're not moving too fast or it's like made we're out talking of solid like material at some like distance, steel or but copper. not point blank. Well, point blank, yeah, it's just soft though, so it's it's not great because you can like break ribs underneath. You can still it break a rib. Stuff. Right, like you might be, you're probably still going to be a casualty, but you're not going to die. Mm-hmm. Hard armor disperses the entire Energy load mode. of the bullet mm-hmm. through the. So we're talking shape like ceramic plate. plate, steel plate, yeah, with and with I would Kevlar say, backing. I would say if you have a spall cover, if you can swing, you know, having something that's going to keep metal shards from flying up and killing you by cutting into your neck and chin or your arms. Steel's probably better for civilian use if you can't get replacements mm-hmm. because ceramic is objectively better for like ballistic protection and weight. Um, but it can take a couple shots and then it's degraded to the point where it might not be usable. Or over As time effective. or over time you get stresses built up on the ceramic which will shatter and then you know you lose your technically it still works, but it's less likely to work over time. Um, with steel you can take a lot of shots before steel degrades to the point where right. it breaks. Because like it's if, fucking you know, metal. We've shot our steel targets yeah, several times. It's fucking like, metal. You know, it's steel. Probably not a hundred times because you guys fucking suck at aiming, but you know, we shot it a lot and it's still stopping bullets. Yeah. Where you wouldn't be able to shoot a ceramic plate with the and same ballistic rate that many times. What's the mil- so like if we were to take that as an analog, so the millimeters of steel on that steel target to millimeters of what would be inside body armor. I don't know. What, I just know what, that I would uh, I would wager about maybe a quarter or a half of that, depending so, on the level of. I I'm not sure. There's not like a metric. I think that's easily accessible that I've seen about that. I want to get another like drink. rolled homogeneous armor equivalent is a big thing. Like tank armor, but as far as like personal armor, mm-hmm. I don't think that's like as big be, of a it's metric. Like, hey folks, it's I'm mostly I'm uh, exposing that I know almost. Next to nothing about it's, firearms. It's and almost <laughs> armor. So it's more of a, you have the NIJ rating of armor. What's that? So the NIJ, I forget what it stands for, but basically... Nidge. You, it's a standard of testing armor. Oh, now. People who do test armor to a certain standard. So there's a standard at which you are able to test armor, and level three is like... Uh, okay, so it's just the, the the measure to which they apply armor to yeah, give so you a rating. Yeah, so it's rated for a specific amount of, or a specific type of projectile, okay. right? So like level 3A, I think, is rated for like 44 Magnum up to a certain... Oh, of course, they have to fucking add letters. I hate algebra. Up to a certain thing. Level 3 is technically uh, better. So level 3 is hard armor. Level 3A is usually not, as far as I'm aware. I could be completely wrong on this, but I think I've got it right. Pull it up, Jamie. Um, You're sitting there. So level 3 would be able to stop like... Rifle rounds that are ball ammunition, so straight FMJ, FMJ, you know, hunting like soft points, something, yeah. stuff like that, up to a certain um, velocity, mm-hmm. and then level four, you know, you're able to start stopping like steel core penetrators, right, right. So armor piercing, that's steel core. Mm-hmm. So M eight five five A one, it's not technically armor piercing. It's the National but Institute that kind of Justice. Of thing. Really. Mm-hmm. So, um. Just like three oh, so thirty out six AP with steel core, like old World War Two stock, like that's what it's tested for. I mean, I think you have level four plus, level five stuff like that, but most for the most part, there's not really anything in either civilian, like easy to access or military use, which can stop uh, tungsten rounds. <laughs> so, 
there's basically there's you'd have to look into it. They you know it's very well written articles about no, how this stuff for, works. Or thank you for letting me know. I appreciate your. I, re- I really do appreciate your knowledge because I fucking don't yeah. know. Hard armor is better if you have to like if you want pe- if you know that people are going to know you're wearing armor and you're thinking that you might get shot at with a rifle. You need to be wearing hard armor. Yeah. Because soft armor basically <laughs> stops at pistol rounds. So let me give you my rundown of what I would bring. My primary would be uh, a 308 rifle, like the a higher uh, value of the hunting rifle I have now. Okay. Higher magazine capacity, say at least 10 rounds. Okay. A 308. Because I want to consider load, I want to consider like weight of carrying the ammunition for it um, because that's going to be a very big deal, especially for you bugging out, which is a very big well, thing. Are you getting into firefights? Hopefully not. And I'll tell you, you why. I'll tell you yeah, exactly my plan. Not, yeah. <laughs> I, t- I, I tell you my plan, exactly why. Um, at three, uh, 308, hunting rifle, 10, 10 rounds, minimum magazine size. Um rucksack or backpack of some sort i would so say probably be like 60... a scout rifle probably if you know what the scout you'd probably you don't know what the scout rifle probably not is. lightweight lightweight rifle that can maybe touch targets to like 800 900 meters reliably that for a scout rifle i think that's a little bit optimistic okay you'd have to look at the scout rifle concept and understand what i'm talking okay. about so probably that is what i'm probably aiming for then because i'm not entirely I'm not going to get shots in at like you over a mile Hayes, long. Right? The scout yeah, rifle I don't concept. think that's what he's going for. Yeah, I'm going for it like... It sounds like it though, like a really, really lightweight like frontier gun. Well, I do want lightweight. I do definitely want with lightweight. Like, um, and he sounds like basically I, he's okay with bolt action. I yeah. do want lightweight. Bolt action semi doesn't really matter. I don't necessarily want to have a heavy rifle that I'm definitely going to be carrying with me at all times. I'm going to be carrying, of course, 308. I want a sidearm, probably my fucking full-size HK uh, P30 instead of the SK part, so P30. Um, canned chicken and canned green beans. What about medication? Medication. So we're doing acetaminophen. We're doing um, a we're doing a antihistamine. So we're doing some uh, diphenhydramine because I don't want to sneeze when I'm trying to hide from people. Or sniffle. There he is. Kill him. <laughs> Not good. Alternatively, you just kill people before they get close enough to hear you sneeze. Me and my my strategy and your strategy are completely different, my friend. No, it's not. Walker's like, come here, bitch. I'm gonna, <laughs> so I'm, like, middle, I'm gonna be in the middle of nowhere in the woods, and if I hear you, I'm probably you're gonna going be to in a tree. You. You're gonna be in. Tr- you're gonna be in a tree stand, and be like, I smell you. unironically you you probably will be able to smell people oh yeah i mean there's a whole thing i I believe there's gonna be able to shower there's an army fucking thing about that of like why like hygiene is important is because like the enemy if you're trying to hide can smell you yeah well you'll know if you ever go camping like people who are showing up as you're leaving they smell very strongly of soap where you're just there, like, like stewing in your own body odors for a while in yeah. a tent somewhere. But my idea of the of the ideal sort of loadout is a sort of lightweight. I can travel far distances without getting fatigued. I can go ahead and do whatever I need to do in the location that I'm at. 
and I'm constantly moving. I don't want to settle down anywhere. Well, realistically, if it's a long-term apocalypse type thing and not just like a temporary thing, which probably it's going to be long-term if it's an apocalypse of any kind. Yeah, like we magically you're going like, to come from the ashes like like many of the flags not say, a, like phoenixes you, from San Francisco. You probably will last longer if you're able to become part of a community. Our, our resident vexillologist, uh, like how the San Francisco flag I'm is tracking. a phoenix rising from the ashes because the great so, San Francisco hold, fires. Look what came out of that. So, but... Gay capital. Cox. So, you probably... He's kind of drunk. You probably want to be able to become part of a community at some point. Otherwise, yeah. you're well, yeah, more sure. likely to die. For sure. So, you can do the whole hunter-gatherer lifestyle. And that's better for, like, if there's a local collapse, right, of society. And there's, like, a society at large. Or if there's going to be, like, a temporary type thing, right? Mm-hmm. Where there's just, like, riots or something, right? And you just go off into the woods by yourself. People probably aren't likely to go out there. If there's nothing yeah. out there, you can go poach some elk or something to live off of. No, no, no. No poaching. No government anymore, remember? Sure. So Hunting season is irrelevant now. So, He's uh, <laughs> talking about the severity of the uh, collapse. So if you're going out there and it's like a long-term thing, you're going to have to find some way to be useful to a group of people because you're not going to be able to get anything. Like, if you're yeah. going to go out there for as long as you can, like, survive off the shit you carry off your back, what yeah. you said is fine. But if you're going to go out there yeah, and, the intent- and eventually you're going to run out of penicillin yeah. and fucking ibuprofen. The intent. I'm allergic to penicillin, so I don't bring that. Oh, uh, well, you're going to die then. <laughs> the intent. There's other. You're, you're just going to uh, die. There is other derivative antibiotics that are good for you. Um it's actually yeah, but can that, you grow them on bread? Can you grow them on bread? Can you Fuck grow you. them on bread? I love your knowledge of these things. It makes me giggle. And if you so, know the history of penicillin, you'll fucking be laughing right now. Yeah, you. Will if be. you aren't, I know the history of penicillin, bitch. <laughs> Fuck off. I will fuck you in the Strains mouth. Strains of penicillin are <laughs> fuck in off, most bitch. cheeses too, actually. Yeah, it's just basically edible mold is what we use. That's why I'm probably so fucking diuretic after. I'm just kidding. Anyway, um, no, no, that that all makes sense. Yeah, I'm not, my goal. No, I'm not direct. I'm thank you know. Thank the Lord. Let's have a moment to praise Jesus. Okay, thank God. I am not lactose intolerant because I would be a very angry human being, especially like Amen. Now developing lactose intolerance after adulthood, which is like the greatest, cur- the worst curse that God can bestow upon man, is you. Yes, my child, taste upon thine cheese and then be allergic to it. <laughs> Which is the worst thing that could ever possibly happen to any of us, I would uh, fucking wager, because most of our charcuterie boards here revolve around cheese. I think cheese. getting raped outside would be pretty bad, too. <laughs> or getting raped inside's better? It's not as cold and wet outside. It's wet outside. <laughs> at least you might have a couch or maybe, like, I don't know. <laughs> You're out of the rain? I don't know. I'm just trying just, to put some perspective back. Just the you're fact the that he added the, the... Put your put your glasses on the table if you're done with them. So just the fact that he added the fucking qualifier. Of, yeah, getting yeah. raped outside. Outside is bad. <laughs> Inside, you know what? I was just I'm trying to bring rain. some... Uh, I'm out of the rain. I was just trying to bring some perspective back. That was a little but, out there, man. So with you two, Walker, Cox, about the whole survival thing. So you're right. You wouldn't survive very long without joining people, but you're also wrong about that. You wouldn't survive very long by yourself, but again, also wrong. You need not to travel. You need to be useful. No, 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 no. Listen, you don't need to fucking travel everywhere. You don't need to be a group of people. You don't need to be with a group of people to survive. What you need to do... (laughs) Sorry, Cox. What you need to do is what I would like to call creating a dead zone. Knowing that when you walk in there... You will die. 
So create that dead zone. And when people How? walk into it, easy, easy. For the first couple of months, or maybe like six, seven months in that area, that local area, kill everyone that walks in. Okay, so that's gonna send down people. And this comes into like an argument against anarchy, like pure, full-on anarchy. Is if you are alone, eventually you have to go to sleep. True. Yeah, one hundred percent true. And if you know anything about firefights, right? And like you know, military theory, infantry, mm. you know, small small unit tactics. I am. In the who military. wins? <laughs> who wins? It's who gets fire superiority. Yes. Who do you think's gonna have fire superiority? Five oh. people with rifles or one man with a rifle? So here's here's why. Don't be an idiot and do it in the fucking forest, okay? Because I guarantee you, not a lot of people nowadays know so, how to fight in urban environments. Guarantee. Now you stay in an urban environment. There's a lot of people there. Yeah, they're, they're gonna finish them. They're, they're gonna get you. Do you no. have enough ammunition for that? I don't. I don't know what makes you think I need to use ammunition to kill someone. Well, you're just basically you're far, adding risk. It, it is by far the most effective this, method in killing people in modern day. It's Use the most ammunition, stockpile ammunition. That's why I so save all of my nine. If you're metal. looking at this rationally, right, the amount of people there, you're increasing the chances of you getting into a conflict where you could lose. Yes, but here's the thing. Sorry, sorry. Here's the thing. You're thinking of, okay, he's coming at me with a knife. I'll shoot him. Why would I ever approach someone with the intent to harm? When I go out, I'm going to be like, I'm a chill dude. I'm, I'm, I'm chilling. I'm vibing. I'm Do loving. I see that you have things? Do I want those things? You won't see I'm a going knife. to kill you. Yeah, but I won't be carrying anything. All I have is a knife. If you want to kill me for a knife, go it's ahead. It's just like PUBG or DayZ. If I see you in the open, and you yeah. might have something I want. Oh, you, you got a backpack right on? Right there. I'm going to kill you. If I'm in the open. If I'm in an urban environment, I'm not walking down Main Street. But there's you have to understand how hungry people are going to be. Oh, they're going to be hungry. thirsty people are going to be when there's no water. Yes, and but I want... And if they think that you have something that they could eat and or drink, even if it's your fucking body, but they're I'm not, going to kill you. I'm not going to be an idiot and allow someone to have line of sight of me through a fucking window on a like fucking 16-foot fucking It might not be an allowance. Hang they're going to fucking on, take... On, hang on, hang they're on. going to take ground and hold it and mm. kill you. Because you're trapped in an apartment. Then building. I would be smart enough not go there. I'd be smart. I'd look at this motherfucker on the far fucking right. So I way think, over here in I the butt fucking nowhere. We do have to acknowledge that there has to be some sort of assumed skill in these scenarios. Because of course, ideally, in this situation, if your intent is to sort of run away, you want to be able to to be to remain unseen. Like you don't want to be found by anybody, especially if you're by yourself. Right? That's an obvious sort of thing. I will say though, like I guess you're kind of right. Where like you, 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 I guess the most effective method would be to wait a couple months to kill people before you leave. So you're already established. You have defender, quote unquote, defender's advantage, and then be able to annihilate. But if, people. if you're alone, people are going to be making gangs essentially. Yeah, right? this there is will just be how tribal work. We will revert to tribalism. Yes, and it's going to be even a thing like um, where uh, hunter gatherers still coexisted with uh, farmers and. and you know, like her, like goat herders, essentially. And so you are going to be able to bring them things from the wild that they won't be able to get themselves. And they're going to have things like possibly because system. Uh, I honestly think that chemistry is going to be like overpowered in the apocalypse. Like if you know oh, chemistry, for sure. it's going to be fucking amazing. Like for sure. how do Far you make gunpowder? Pharmacists will be the most valuable persons in the world. Yeah, people growing penicillin on bread. No, no, no. Yeah. People just knowing that you can create this sort of thing with this sort of thing. They don't necessarily have to rely on the prescription name that everyone likes. People but are aware of. Realistically, if you can join part of a community or a gang, you're going to live longer than you would if you were by yourself. And if you're by yourself, you can't be going all gung ho. I'm gonna fucking kill everyone. Yes, you because can. Because 
Because if they have a gang of people and they know, hmm, we heard a shot from that direction and our fucking best friend died, they're going to know that there's someone over there and you got to sleep at some point. They've so, got 10 he, dudes. Here's the thing. They've also got guns, I'm not going to straight out and kill their best friend. I'm going to shoot him in the fucking leg or something. His boys are going to, if they're smart, aren't going to run out and see him. But you know, most you people aren't. That's not, that's not a rebuttal to the argument, though. Y- you're right. You're just adding not. cruelty to it. it. You're just, and you're you not, need to be cruel. You're not the idea that they're going to want either revenge or they're going to be able to overpower you based on superiority of fire because there's going to be more of them or the fact that you're going to be by yourself in those But instances. you're under the assumption that these motherfuckers will be able to pinpoint my location from a single shot. No. They won't be. I feel like you're underestimating the capabilities of like the general population. Uh, no, because I, I used to be part of the general population. I know exactly. A lot of people... Are gonna die right off because they're probably gonna think fucking let's call of duty this shit start fucking busting in the house probably yeah without that, there's actually shit. a large amount of people who are <laughs> so, probably gonna die that way so they're gonna die that way now you have what i would say is the capable population right and a lot of that capable population has morals and at the beginning of this apocalypse they're gonna have their morals still Ooh. i won't hang on hang on hang on folks okay that's gonna. When everyone's we're gonna go into our thirsty. first. We're gonna go into our first break here because that's gonna bring us to another good point. I also want to hear your loadout and everyone else's loadout here, but that's a great point we're gonna bring up after. So catch us right after the break, and we'll go and discuss that. Right, no more discussion of it. Are we good? Yeah, we're back. Are we back to the whole slash full magazine? <laughs> yes, we're back. Um, and we were talking about loadouts and you were talking about basically going fucking murder hobo on a bunch of people okay, and, so. and expecting not to get retaliation of so, any sort so here's my thought process okay you just think you'd kill the retaliation no no no, no. here's my thought process on this i am i I'm, maybe y'all know this i'm not sure when it comes to this particular situation i would immediately lose all my morals i don't give a fuck i'm surviving i don't care and I'm there sure are people there's... are going to start out with no morals. Yeah, yes. There's going to be street games yeah, out there. They're going to have the edge on you. They've been doing it longer. So yeah. here's the thing, though. When I shoot them in the fucking chest and I don't there's kill them immediately. There's 10 more of them. Yeah, okay, so for example, what makes you think I'd be stupid enough to attack 10 people? Maybe unlucky enough. The fact that you said that you'd kill literally anyone who enters your dead zone. Yes, exactly. But if there's 10 people coming through my dead zone, you know what I'm going to do? I'm gonna let him just get gonna it. leave and try to make a new dead zone. No, no, bitch. Here's what's gonna happen. Here's what's gonna happen. They're gonna walk in. They're gonna be looting my village, and I'm gonna sit there and let them do it. And he's, gonna the kill mo- him, he's gonna kill himself in his de- and the moment. Dead zone. And the moment they split up to start looting, when you enter, your rob own them dead of the zone, satisfaction. So you have to kill yourself. <laughs> Fuck you guys. There's somebody in my dead zone. I need to kill him. <laughs> it's me. I'm trying to explain. <laughs> Okay, now I can talk now. Is this my turn? Until you say something else that's funny. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> Fuck you. So, I would let them come in, and I'd let them loot. And the moment they start splitting up, I'm not gonna use a loud ass fucking weapon. Doesn't take that much fucking pressure to break a neck. Doesn't take that much pressure to stab someone through the fucking heart. I know which rib to go for. I was taught this. But yeah, then you're just getting into physical fights with people, though. Uh, they wouldn't every, know I'm coming. Every engagement that you have is just rolling the dice. Yeah, uh, they wouldn't know I'm coming. Why? Why would I be like? Why wouldn't ah! they know? Are you breathing? Can you? Are you making footstep sounds? Probably. No, I'm gonna be barefoot. You, that makes sounds. Not if I'm fucking light enough. I'm light on my feet, bitch. Gonna be barefoot. 
in the apocalypse. So when you step on the broken well, glass, you step it on hurts the AIDS more. Deedles, you just know you're going to die. <laughs> when you step on the broken That's glass, part of the design of when the you, dead zone. When you step you on the perimeter <laughs> of AIDS needles. AIDS when you needles. step on the broken glass from the looting, it hurts louder. And so, yeah. He's envisioning the apocalypse is just die hard. Or like seven days to die. No, because you don't mean any other people. You think foot fetishists mm. like that movie? What? Die Hard? You meet lots of people in Seven Days to Die. Maybe. They're all already dead. dead. <laughs> they're all dead. Like, maybe they we're like looking at the dead Bruce Bruce No, 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 no. We're not talking about the zombie apocalypse. They're, they're undead. No. Dun, dun, dun. No, 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 no. What social media would what you say now is unalived. So what's your loadout, Cornette? Seeing as how you're talking all this, what are you what are you going to bring? I talk a shit. A couple but... knives? I would have a couple of knives on me, not for like. So I was talking shit, but what for fucking whittling? You got to entertain yourself, like legitimately, like you, you uh, probably whittling knife, probably something to I can skin animals with for a long period of time without I'd having say to like sharpen. A Leatherman or a Gerber mm. multi tool and a combat knife, like a K bar or a bayonet type knife, is probably a good combination. Yeah. There. Uh, I honestly with guns I wouldn't know because uh, again I'm not really a gun person. I like it to shoot them. And I know how to take care of them. Gonna but... be. Is it just going to be self defense or is it going to be a way for you to get food? Are you going to be hunting small game or big game? I know how to hunt, so I'd be hunting. If but... you want to be hunting big game, you're probably going to want. But the issue with that is if I am by myself, which I might be for a while. You make a smokehouse. You can kill an animal that's going to last you a year. Yeah, but I do don't you want to use that. a smokehouse though because that would definitely reveal your location. Yes, true. I want to use a smokehouse. I'm gonna be in the middle of the woods. <laughs> but at the beginning, how are, you, how are you going to keep? I food? want them to come. How are you going to keep food fresh? Oh, also, I forgot to add to my kit a uh, hundred pounds of salt. <laughs> yeah, I need like at least three tons of MREs. Yeah, uh, I'm gonna have a hundred pounds of salt so I can preserve any uh, meat that I come across. Honestly, in this situation, I think the most valuable item throughout the world would be because of convenience okay like after a while it's not going to be able to happen so no one's really going to want it anymore but i think gas gasoline would be a big thing i mean and i think i want you're going to want a vehicle that's for sure and or if really you know want. chemistry you know how to turn corn into biodiesel <laughs> but yeah, what, how many vehicles in the world operate off of biodiesel Anything that runs off a of diesel, you know, with some Stupid small tuning cock. changements, you can run it off biodiesel, can't you? I'm still yeah, curious. So. Uh, Hayes, what is your loadout? So if it's like the same scenario we're talking about, um, if like all of my family is dead in Colorado, um, there's not a whole lot of time. And it there will be. The nuclear bombs will vaporize Colorado Springs. Well, now we're talking about, you said it was a nuclear war, but societal collapse. You have yeah. no one or nobody. So anyways, I, I, you care if, about. Even if it's not a nuclear war. There will be a nuclear explosion in the Cheyenne Mountain complex. <laughs> Hopefully, I guess. No, um, so I'm, I'm, there's only a couple people that would tie me down out there, um, and they're really far away. And the only other uh, reason to stay would would, ex- would just be my folks. So I'm, I'm, I would uh, bug out with a destination in mind. I'm not going to stay in the woods forever because you do need to find a tribe to like you know fit into. And the highest odds of survival for me would be to go to Utah. I have some family out there. Uh, they got a lot of shit property and things. Who knows? Maybe they uh, started start a gang when when I'm getting <laughs> over there. So I'd, I'd probably have to go to my like if 
I could find my fiance and yeah, and that leave. would be important. Ideally, yeah, I'd probably have to go to like her parents' house. So with, they're in the middle of nowhere in the country, and it's, yeah. You know, so with that in mind, uh, already a community out there because it's not in the middle of nowhere in the country. So with that in mind, um, I'm not going to be wearing armor at all because that's heavy, and gonna I'm going to be die. carrying a lot of water and a lot of food. Don't you know that you're going to get killed by a, a drone gro- dropping a grenade because you didn't have soft armor? Or walking into yeah. a dead zone. Um, <laughs> fuck up with Cornet. your dead yeah, zone. Yeah, Cornette up. recognizing Hayes just could be like, oh, he's in the dead zone. Fuck, I have to kill him. <laughs> if I see, if I see a circle of eight needles anywhere, I'm going to find <laughs> so him. So what I'm hearing is whenever we get the alert that nukes are dropping on Fort Lewis, I have to go to Cornette's room and fucking murder him. <laughs> <laughs> Otherwise he get establishes rid- a fucking dead zone outside of the barracks room, then you're <laughs> fucked. <laughs> I don't know where he's getting all the eight hey, needles. It, I don't it, know. It is, wouldn't be around the barracks. He makes them himself. Is he an AIDS It'd demon? be around that fucking he makes so. Is he an AIDS demon? Did he, he start be in the yeah. smoke pit? Like the least defensible position possible. Yeah. But yeah, uh, I'll be carrying just a large rucksack with um, a lot of high uh, protein foods, whatever's in the fridge. Just jerky. Jerky. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then uh, a lot of water because I'll need a lot of that. And then iodine tablets. Uh, I'll take that as a medication. Yeah. I'll take. Jerky, um, I need to make some more. What else? Uh, Band aids for boo boos. Uh, yep. Yep. Super glue for boo-boos. Gotta have I'm going to go buy a London broil and turn it into beef jerky. And uh, what are the cauterizing uh, bandages? What are those called? Uh, you're talking about combat gauze? Combat gauze. And you called it? Quit, quick clot? That's the, yeah. chem- that's the chemical name that they have okay. inside them. So yeah, uh, so those are my four medications, quote unquote. Not the chemical name, but the brand name of and the then, chemical um, that they have in there. Like Tylenol is in the bandages. Of, instead of like a, you know... Uh, armor rig. I'll just have like a recce chest rig because mm. you know that's lighter and you, you can, can go tell prone. Everyone watches Grantham. Mm. Everyone watches Grantham. I don't. Yeah, you do. I know okay. you do. Well, and then uh, I'll just keep my AKs and then uh, just stay away from uh, the shooting because uh, I don't need to shoot people on all on my own. Because yeah, like, if you, you are gonna say, like bug out by yourself. You, you need to avoid fights as much as you possibly can. Because avoid. every time you're in a fight, you roll the dice. Yeah, it's the, like a the, 50-50 the chance gun, who wins. The gun is literally just a, and that's per person. Uh, so the, if you're attacked by a group of people, yeah, the, you know, the, it's, the rifle it's is it is a last chance. Like you fucked up, you ran into people by accident, and there's more of them than you, and you have to kill the one person in front of you, and you got to leave. As that's a long all gun, a shotgun is possibly not the worst idea in the way that you can convert that very easily into a black powder firearm. <laughs> okay. And if you know how to turn black, if you know how to turn your urine and grass into black powder, which is actually pretty easy. It just that. takes some it takes a while. Yeah. Um it you know, it's not hard to make black powder. And you can um try to make so you can either just make uh fulminating mercury or mercury fulminate because it's technically two different things. Um and then black powder, you can make primers, and then you can make black powder to make shotgun shells. And shotguns, you know, don't need to be super clean to work. Or, you know, you can, if you want to learn the chemistry behind and try to figure out how to source fucking nitroglycerin and whatever you need to make, like cordite or something for smokeless powder. Well, you, you could just dig a big hole and put a whole bunch of dead bodies you find in there. Get your. Yes. There are a lot of ways to get nitrates out of people. You just gotta squeeze them hard enough. I think uh, we're gonna close out the podcast there, folks. Uh, thank you all so much for joining us. I on didn't get this. to say my loadout. Fuck you. Oh, your loadout. No, we have to say your loadout. Okay, I would take a semi-automatic rifle in three hundred eight. 
nine millimeter pistol, basically because 308 is one of the most common uh, cartridges in the world, and so is nine mil. Um, probably be uh, steel frame. Hammer fired, striker fired doesn't matter because just if it's an all metal construction, then it's going to last longer. Um, penicillin is the most important medication. Everything after that is kind of uh, superfluous. You know, things that are going to keep you from dying are the most important. Penicillin is probably going to be there most important. Um, acetaminophen. Yeah, you, get you, a cold you really don't want. Flu. You really don't want um, infections going on. So yeah. any uh, sort of antibiotic. And then do. food is going to be kind of also superfluous. Also, I'd wear hard, you know, level three armor because if I get into a fight, I'll be able to like slip that on at least pretty quickly. Your intent is go. not necessarily to go fast or long distances per day. It's just to make sure you're protected. Make sure you're protected. Like you're gonna ride out like the craziest amount of shit in yeah. the woods, and then go try to like be like, hey, I'm friendly. I'll bring you guys pelts and shit if you can also bring me more like penicillin or things I can't replace, mm-hmm. like cartridges. You don't want to be going around trying to kill people and looting their shit because that's. You're rolling the dice every engagement. If you're yeah. by yourself, you're fucked. This uh, isn't Tarkov. And then food is, like I said, superfluous because you should be able I'll to get food Tarkov. in the wild. Like yeah. if you can smoke some food, yeah. smoke an elk. Or no wild edibles and shit like that. You can eat your whole way there. Yeah. I know a lot about wild berries in uh, this area. So. Yes, we that? are well aware. I have a book right yeah, there. Yeah, I freak people out. Top we, go to, <laughs> we go to the field and I just like walk up to random berries and eat them and it freaks people out. I have a book right there at a wild plants. Um, yeah, that's a good loadout, oh, I'd yeah. say. Um, well, I think we have to close out the podcast. Uh, thank you all so much for joining us for this New Year's special. A little bit longer than usual, but at any rate, thank you all so much, and as always, have a good one. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Mm. 